Hello and welcome to the Outpost Frequencies brought to you by the lastmovieoutpost.com for all of your movie news, reviews and everything cool about film. We have got a bit of a mixed uh, house this evening. So with us is the Reverend Al Sharpton, uh, who's looking nice in his nice hat. <laughs> um, that looks like an explorer's hat. That is a uh, North Vietnamese Army helmet. Oh, okay. I thought um, it would go well with the theme of today's show, you know. Okay. Oh, no, I, I, I'm assuming you've got the head that goes in it somewhere. <laughs> the ears. My dad brought both the hat and the ears, but no head. <laughs> At least you can put your glasses on. And with us instead, we haven't got Dean with us this evening, unfortunately, but we have got uh, Leanne, who you may have seen recently having a chat with Sean about cinema. Uh, hello, Leanne, and welcome to the show. Hello. Excellent. Okie doke. So, how is everybody, first of all? Yeah. yeah. I'm recovering from a late night. I was at a concert last night, so. Mm, yeah. Enough. Anyone good? Uh, depends on if you like that kind of music. Motionless Slap- and white, ice nine kills. Slappy and the cock knockers. Yes, exactly. Uh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I thought it might have been the hologram of um, Whitney Houston, but never mind. It was Jim and the- <laughs> it was actually. It was actually Jim in the holograms. Yes. <laughs> All right, fair enough. And Sean, how are you doing? You, you've been having lots of fun. If you follow your Instagram, you can see lots of mm. lots of dead animals on there. Lots of fun, yes. There's nothing that makes me feel more alive than killing other stuff, you know. Oh, we've already got comments. Look at this. Though. Oh, it's um, oh, private it's cha- photos on this side. Uh, let, me just, let me just chat these out a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah me too. I'll, be, I'll be back in a minute. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, moderate these. I'll be right back. Block user. There we go. Right. Okay. Oh, oh, I thought, gosh, we've actually got comments already. Um, I've been, I've been building a Patreon, uh, which is not the one, uh, not the one in the comments. No, no, not like that at all. <laughs> I, I actually plan to make money out of this one. Um, basically of old railway. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody yes, cares. That me and my dad used to make. And oh. uh, yeah, don't and try to sim- don't play the sympathy. Ooh, my dad's dead. Ooh, just go watch the I've got his ashes here. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you ask them what he thinks about you exploiting? He's a- there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the place, <laughs> Dad. Oh, he's up my nose. Um, <laughs> anyway, so first of all, we are going to have a look at some of the movie news from this week. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, show your pay, show your Patreon. I was just kidding. Tell us no, about no, no, your no, no, stupid. No. Tell us about I, your stupid project. I can't imagine anybody's going to be interested in it. It's in steam trains. Nobody's interested in steam trains, apart from losers, which is why I'm not going to show it. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the first ones we ever made. Uh, we had a shot of a train going oh, through God, some stations. You really, oh, just, God, listen, you really shut up, shut up. <laughs> One of, and we had, ahead, we, had, we had a train go through the station, but for some reason the sound didn't come out. So we just thought, well, that's fine. Put any old sound out of it. It won't be an issue. We had letters saying the train going past was clearly a so-and-so class, but the sound was distinctly something else. And so it was like, oh, God, these people are just... And that's when you learned about Spurgs. <laughs> Um, it was it was ridiculous right okay so on with the news first of all i know eggy's very pleased because caval is back as superman yay Uh, after this whole will they won't they thing uh that they've been going through for the last million years 
Um, which means like Man of Steel 2 might be made. Oh, thank God. It's I a good didn't... job, Matt's not here. I don't think he's going to watch <laughs> it, so we can say what we like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, Leanne, Matt will defend its Man of Steel to the death, even though it's got more plot holes than, I don't know. Granddad's uh, condom. <laughs> it, oh, does have a lot of, it does have a lot of plot holes, but I, I feel like Henry looked really good as Superman. I know, yeah, like, I totally agree. I, I think as some people have said, he's an excellent Superman, but he's just mm-hmm. been an excellent Superman in some bad movies. Fair enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. It, there's nothing about that is his fault. Whatever no. problems that movie has, he is not his mm-hmm. fault. No, no. It's, it is a shame because I mean, he could he would have made a good Bond, you know, for the whole. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. think he would have made a. I think he would have made a good uh, Punisher because he's. Big and tall and black hair, and if he just grew some stubble, you know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. My favorite quote of Henry Cavall is, "I've never had a problem asking women out. They always say yes. Of course you do. Look at yourself. You're an Adonis. <laughs> if you he asked looked, me out, I'd think <laughs> he, he's he's literally me. <laughs> I, I am sad that he's not going to be on the the new season of The Witcher, though. That is true. Yes, yeah, we will get yeah. to him in a little while, but yes. That is true. They had the new trailer for the new TV series of Willow. Thoughts? Oh. Uh, I kind of think been, it's unnecessary, to be honest with you. I've been waiting all my life to see the sequel to that movie. <laughs> I am going to say this, because I've said it before and I'm going to say it again, but Warwick Davis is not a very good actor. He Turns he was out great. Not, yeah. He was great as... Um, wicket because he didn't have to say anything and he was dressed up so that was that was fine and he and but, he really and I really believed that he was a midget that yeah. is true yeah I mean he re- you can say what you want about his like emoting but man he passes for like a midget easy. wasn't he also the leprechaun though in the leprechaun yeah. films yeah that's right doing a very bad Irish accent it turns <laughs> yeah. out um, do a do an Irish accent for us Phil Ah, the Irish accent's a bit like this one. Ha ha ha! To be sure, to be sure. I come from Bally, go backwards. <laughs> um, see, that's a see, good Irish accent. Sounds good to me. I could, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, much like much like Robert Downey Jr.'s character hey, in hey, Tropic Thunder, he did have remember, his legs cut off for the role, didn't he? Remember when those Irish guys was like killing all the English people with bombs and stuff? Yeah, that was great. Well, that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> They, they still want to, but it's just more <laughs> difficult to get a hold of the weapons these days. Um, uh, what else? Did you watch the trailer for Lamborghini? No. Mm-mm. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> I. I actually found the link, <laughs> um, but I didn't get a chance to write it up. But apparently, yeah, it's um, being played by Frank Grillo. Uh, oh, and I like Frank Grillo. Yeah, he's going to be the guy who made a Lamborghini. You know, made, who you know the company. You mean Lamborghini? Yeah. Um, I thought <laughs> that movie that they were—he was in last year. That cop shop. That was a pretty good. Uh, him and um, yeah. What's his name there? Um, guy that's all in London has oh. fallen. Um, and, um, oh. oh man, brain fart. You know, the, uh, Leonidas from Three Hundred. Yeah, from Three Hundred. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that was a lot of fun. I thought that movie was a lot of fun. Oh, great action, great brain fart. Mm. You must be Irish. You must be Irish. Yeah, 
I can't I can't think of his name at all. Now the dumb bastard. I can't um, either. It completely fell out of my mind for some reason. Come on, Leanne, you must know him. Yeah, thanks for the hail. I'm trying to think also. <laughs> um, shit. Gerard Butler. <laughs> yes. Thank you. There we go. Bloody hell. <laughs> um. Oh, it's like being on mastermind this. Um. But yeah, th- yeah, that cop shot was quite good. It might be seen. It might be they seem in getting his sort of like chops into an actual like acting role playing mm. the guy who who came um made Lamborghini. Yeah, My Lamborghini. favorite fact. My my favorite. He, no, fact he, he, no, you, you. He, he's actually playing the car, and it's a take on that old eighties cartoon <laughs> about the teenage boy that could turn into the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Frank Grillo will be playing a Lamborghini. <laughs> he, he is very versatile. Very versatile, that man. Um, my we'll favorite if, thing about. We'll see if he can pull it off as well as Warwick Davis. You know, pulled off looking like a midget. Um. I, my favorite thing about Lamborghini is somebody once said to them, why don't you advertise on TV? And Lamborghini said, because the people who can buy our cars don't watch TV. <laughs> I thought it was actually quite a good, quite a good statement. Um, you know. That's pro- Yeah. They're too busy, like enjoying life. And, and actually working, you know, and, yeah. um, <laughs> losers. <laughs> who wants to do that? Um, Avatar 2. The full trailer. I, I didn't even watch that either. <laughs> I didn't either. I'm sorry to say. We're pitiful, pitiful movie. No, news. no, 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 no. We're not pitiful. We are um Sophist- we are, sophisticated. Yeah, I'm I'm there's nothing I, I I will watch it eventually, but there's nothing about Avatar 2 that makes me want to go and see it. Me neither. Like the whole thing with the first one was that groundbreaking 3D, and I've already seen that. And is the even is this new one even going to have that? It, I don't. Is it going to be three D? That's and, one thing I haven't heard about them. Is is it going to have that same three D? I don't know. I, I just don't feel the need to revisit that world. You know, know, like I watched it once and that was yeah. it. Yeah. I've, again, it's been on TV over here quite a lot, and I just I can't. I've not even been bothered to sort of sit down and watch it again. Yeah. Um, you know, when you yeah. think of the script, when you think of the script, I still love the fact that the stuff that they're looking for is called unattainium. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's oh yeah we can only get this metal of not on earthium from here <laughs> you know it's, on the, on this on this planet not earth yeah okay well, can i come back to we got a comment here from Corey, who says uh there's a rumor going around that spielberg is going to direct the next superman movie and by the way he met with the ceo after cavell announced he was coming back interesting if that's true mm, we haven't met Matt would be very excited to hear that because Matt is a self-professed Spielbergian fanboy. Matt would not be on screen, I think, with a box of tissues. Um, <laughs> uh, but if that is the case, that might, that might be interesting. We'll have to wait for our sources to confirm it. And by our sources, we just mean every other website. Um, <laughs> you know, we don't have sources. Um, but that's very interesting. Thank you for sharing, Corey, if that is, is going to be true. Um, that'd be quite he, interesting. It, I wonder if he just made that up to fuck with us. <laughs> just to see if we spread it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's trying misinformation tag on the video. Um, a Christmas story Christmas. I did see that. I did see that. I wrote the and article, so I did I did actually watch the trailer. I've got a, my hopes are a little high for that one, I have because I love that I love a Christmas story. And Peter, and the fact that Billingsworth and some of the original actors are coming back, 
I I thought it looked a bit sad because it was just kind of, you know, he played this character when he was what, like twelve, and now it's like fifty or forty years later, and he's just still having to play the same character. I just I felt a bit bad for him. Well, but I mean, think how iconic. I mean, that's a pretty big thing, you know. Fair enough, but Corey Bates just said, "You you never know," and then followed it with that. <laughs> so. So maybe he is making something. I mean, who knows? It could it could be Spielberg himself. He might be watching this. You never know. Probably, probably is. <laughs> I mean, he we do say a lot of really nice things about his people. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. What else is going on here? Um, boy, uh, Danny Boyle's tempted back by tw- uh, twenty eight months later. Did they do that? Oh no, they did twenty eight days and twenty eight weeks. Obviously, twenty eight mm-hmm. months. I'm, I'm, I'm going to dread the um, sequel 20 to that year, 20 years 20 later. Year. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was fine and they found a cure. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, again, both of those are pretty decent, pretty solid yeah. entries into the zombie genre, aren't they? I don't consider them zombie movies. I don't either. No. They're not dead. Um, They're just, they've just got like a rage virus. Okay, so and what they, would you call and it? They, and they don't eat, you know, human flesh. I would just call it rage and virus infected maniacs. You know? They're kind of like just rabid humans. Antifa. Okay. <laughs> um, I do like the second one with Robert Carlyle, how he kind of leaves his wife there. <laughs> yeah. I love those movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're quite decent. Um, the, only, so the only problem is they're set in this stupid fucking country full of weirdos. And they no, all that's, talk. And that's the, they that's sound the best so thing about it. They, they sound so weird, you know. No, it's nice to listen to people who've got like an an, an intellect behind their accent. Um, I find because you're <laughs> lacking that in your normal life. So, oh yeah, well, Randy Hart. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. We're talking about all the stuff that I've I've written up because I didn't read about the other stuff. I saw. Maybe. See how they run. <laughs> Um, which was quite good um, as a as a sort of Agatha Christie kind of um, who done it. Not, I'm not usually into them, but it was quite entertaining. Uh, Sam Rockwell does a spot on British accent, and Saran Joe uh, Saran. It's better than yours, that's for sure. It is. He talks proper London. He talks a bit like Eggy, like this. You know who? You know. You know who does a real good British accent? Dane. Yeah, he's very good at it, isn't he? He's, he's really polished that. It, it, which is very, uh, uh, very confusing because, like, you're like, wow, listen how educated and uh, upper class he sounds, and then the things he starts saying, you're like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, Sean, tell us about Blade Runner's gun. Who? Oh, Blade Runner's. Yeah, he had a gun in that movie. It was pretty neat. And Brilliant. thanks for that. <laughs> great, story, great story. Great <laughs> story. Tell it again, dude. Oh, yeah. I wasn't ready for that. Oh, yeah. So uh, on the website, uh, my friend Stuart has a replica of the Blade Runner, the gun that uh, Harrison Ford carries in the movie. And if you go in there, you can read all about it and see it. It's a real gun. It really works. And uh, he went through quite a bit of trouble getting it. It's pretty neat. Big hit on the website for some reason. I think it's interesting because we don't sort of generally talk about props and stuff like that. And so when there's actually like a, a prop like that, it was very cool to see. Mm. We all want to see you gunslinging with it and shooting a replicant. 
He doesn't live close enough for me to go get like video of it. Oh, that sounds it, like a road trip, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, he lives in you know Tallahassee, Florida. So. Oh yeah, never mind. Fuck Florida. I don't want to go that far. <laughs> We've got another comment here. Oh hey guys, hey Christopher, nice to have you along. Thanks for joining us. You've obviously got nothing else to do on your Saturday evenings. <laughs> Sunday I, evenings. What what, what what is Christopher's last name there, Phil? How do you pronounce that? Don't see that's real bad. Uh, Smith, is it? <laughs> Smitty. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna refer to him as Smitty from now on. I can't read at the best of times. I'm not doing that. Um, so yes, it's nice to have you with us, Christopher. Okay, doke. <laughs> Christopher. Um, okay, so our next subject is we are going to talk. That's the news, but we are now going to talk about the Cabinet of Curiosities came out on netflix what, which is which is what phil refers to as his his wife's dildo drawer <laughs> they're not curiosities <laughs> I, I know every i know everything about them <laughs> um but yes cabinet of curiosities by gmillenario <laughs> del toro just claim smitty just claim smitty that's a that's a a running joke we've had for a while now (laughs) um yeah but he's come up with this um anthology series of horror and i want to say overall they were very good however they were a bit hit and miss um you guys watched them together didn't you some of them i think we didn't watch four and we haven't watched eight okay so yeah um eight was not bad. Number four, I'm just going to remind myself which order they were in now. Um, the ones that really stuck out to me was the autopsy with F. Mary Abraham, which I thought was excellent. Mm-hmm. And the other one by um, Pamos Cosmatos, the yeah. uh, viewing. Yeah, with, that's um, great. Yeah. Weller. That, yeah. was, that was a very good one. Um, great cast what, in that one too. Yes, very much. Right, number four was, I'm just quickly looking it up, was so... Was so um, on top of things, yeah. Very organized. F- was uh, the outside, which I'm trying to remember myself what even happened. Longing to fit. Oh no, no, no actually, no. The that, outside was that. Um, it was about a girl who bought basically cream to make herself beautiful, and it was actually quite good. Was it? Yeah, yeah it was not bad. Again, I, it was a it was a weird ending. Um. They're all all of the endings are pretty weird in these. Some of them like disappointingly weird, though, not in the good way. Because, um, uh, Liam, what did you make at the end of the dream, uh, dream of the witch house? I don't know. I just, I kind (laughs) of, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed with that one. Myself and Sean said the same thing that we were in the same opinion that it, it was kind of quite good. And I did like the fact that he kind of actually did get over to the other side, even yeah. though it might have just been a hallucination. But the ending of it, anybody understand that with the rat? No. Uh, it was was the rat controlling the body, or was the witch inside the body? No, exactly. it was the rat. No, the, the, the witch. Okay. The witch died, but the rat. Okay. Yeah. He 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 survived and took over. I I kind of if if I don't think about it as being related to anything H.P. Lovecraft, I was kind of okay with it, but. I don't know. I just kind of was disappointed in it overall because it just seemed a little, I don't know, hokey. Kind of like like they were 
picking fun at it or something. Like it was supposed to be comedic or something. I didn't find it scary or terrifying or unsettling or anything no. like that. Yeah. It, it was a good build up of a story, but just that ending, yeah. just I remember thinking, right, what? So the rat, which kind of had nothing to do with it, then climbs inside him and and controls him. Controls, yeah. Like, what was the point? Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it might have made him an interesting story if that was kind of the main focus of it, obviously. But the and main it, focus was him looking for his sister. And yeah. it doesn't even explain what who the rat character thing was. And it's not no, a rat; it's a really. it's a it's a rat with a human's head. Could be and, yeah. Uh, idea. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> could be the could be the queen. <laughs> totally sounds um, like my first ex-husband <laughs> hey easy with the anti-semitic remarks okay well, why <laughs> usually usually we're quite over the top of them <laughs> um, uh, but yeah the viewing with Peter Weller was a very good one I, I love the style of Cosmatos he is it's, the visuals and the sound very distinctive style. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely love him. Um, it, Lots again, of good. I was just going to say, I, I did feel it again, it kind of let down a bit, a little bit at the end. It wasn't quite as good an ending as no, I was hoping. I, I like the ending. It was just, an, uh, it was, it was the kind of ending you get when there's going to be another episode, though, is the problem with it. Like you, it, it ends yeah. and you're like, okay, but there's more to this story. It just, it's like a half. It's just like they cut it off halfway through. So like we were getting to the build-up, and then, and then we've nothing. got we've got the troll prince here. Hi, mate. Nice to speak to you. Thanks <coughs> for joining us. Ha 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 ha. No, um, yeah, it's it's good he to got, have you here. He got the joke. He got my joke. He knew what I was talking about. He's based. Uh, <laughs> um, and then the other ones were like I said. If you, the last one was not bad. The murmuring. Um, Again, a very sort of bog standard story, but it was it was creepy in places. It was quite good. Um, the first episode was the best of the thing, I think. It was a it good hit, one. Yeah, and the second one with the rats and the cemetery was really good too. Yeah. And the autopsy was, it was, yeah, I would rate it at least as good as the second one. But the standout was the first episode as far as like quality of horror and, uh, you know, story. That was the best one. It was. It was decent. It was, um, yeah, it was very decent. Like I say, for me, it was the autopsy and the viewing were the ones that stood out to me. At the end of the autopsy was great. I just yeah, I it was really, a good really like that. And that was um, a legit ending, something that the rest of the yeah. episodes don't necessarily even have. Yeah. Because um, it's, oh, you've forgotten something. Um, no, I haven't forgotten anything. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's not spoiling anything if you haven't seen it, by the way. And if you haven't seen it, just what's the matter with you? Um, but yeah, like I say, the last one was not bad. It was kind of the the last one was kind of more like a sort of just gothic horror story of you know they go to a house, they do research on on research on birds, and they go to this island, and there's the house is obviously haunted. Um, and again, it was a little lackluster on the ending, but it was quite creepy in places um, overall. Mm. And like I say it was it was all right. So um, that's that. Right. Well, thank you for joining us this evening. No, oh, okay. So <laughs> we now. <laughs> We're now going to go on to Asian extreme cinema. Now, this is something that myself and Sean have um, spoken about in the past. Um, we've only cinema. been we've only been teasing it all summer long. I know. Um, it's mainly because you're lazy and so busy and out shooting, and I'm, um, you know, I've been sat here waiting. Yeah, that's what it was. 
It was me. <laughs> I was I was the one that wasn't uh, ready to do it. I'm I'm like I'm 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 less busy now. Right. Anyway, well, so let's the queen. You know, the queen died, and you were in mourning. It's okay. I get I it. I was. Yeah. Um, and I did spend a couple of nights in the tower for laughing. Um, in the <laughs> queue. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I told you. I told you the joke. You can't go into a funeral and be like, "Smells like somebody died in here." You can't do that. Not at the queen. <laughs> at least at the queen's funeral. <laughs> It was the selfie in front of the coffin going. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, man. They did not. I was sense of humor about that. Um, so <laughs> the, um, but yeah, so Asian extreme cinema. Leanne, you've got a bit of experience with these, haven't you? Yeah, she's a very, I would call her an aficionado of it. So let's just let her take it from here and take okay, over. Okay. Right, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, see you, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I mean, with Asian extreme cinema, Asians seem to take extreme cinema and then turn it up to 11 with most of their stuff, don't they? Yeah. They're pretty hardcore with everything that they do. Um, and particularly, oh, remind me of his name, Sean. Takeshi BK. That's the one. Thank you very much. I didn't want to mispronounce it and then seem racist. I, I'm, I, mis- I mispronounced it the way you said it earlier. It's Takashi BK. All right. You didn't. You didn't even get it's, the. Ju- you didn't even get my my jab at you, but that's okay. It, it all sounds the same to me. So the quaint, it, oh, 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 he ja- he Japanese. Oh, he named Takashi Miki Fusan. How's that? Is that bad? I, I nearly said something then, which I I know you did. I, I know. I know. I could see it all over your face. It was obvious. <laughs> Right. So, um, but yes, he let's let's look at some of his work, first of all, because, I mean, if you're talking about extreme Asian cinema, you can't help but mention his name. Yeah, I mean, um, he's, he's kind of the trope, you know, definer, if not the originator. Um, and he's made an awful lot of stuff just looking through here, a lot of music videos and some shorts and some TV movies and stuff. Um, what would you say was his peak, you guys? Oh, God, I don't think he's hit his peak yet. You mean peak and controversial and well, just like you know, uh, out of what he's done so far, what is what do you think has been his peak so far? Oh God, I don't. That's that's tough, man. Yeah, it um, really is. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got a string of bangers. Oh, hmm. There is just looking through the list of the stuff that he's got here. There is a lot of movies, and I must admit, there's quite a few on here that I'm going. I haven't seen that. Need to put it on the list. Need to put that on the list. Yeah, um, which which is going to be an interesting afternoon. Did, <laughs> Are you right? He, uh, did, let me let me see. I think did he do Visitor Q? Yes. Okay, so that would probably be his peak for weirdness. In, in my yeah, opinion. that's super weird. Yes. And Visitor Q is a film about a dysfunctional family. <laughs> that uh, that's <laughs> putting it mildly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there's a daughter, a son, mom and dad. The the son's bullied. The daughter goes off to be a prostitute who ends up at the very start of the film is her first her client that she's having sex with at the very start of the film is the dad. And uh the mother is like, oh god, suffering emptiness syndrome times one thousand. And we get this guy that comes by the house and just things go haywire from that. He's not a bad guy, but he's an agent totally. of 
chaos in some way. And and so for some highlights we get, dad kills a coworker, has sex with a corpse, gets stuck in her because of rigor mortis, uh, a mother that <laughs> squeezes her breasts and like fills a whole house up with milk. Yeah. Uh, I just, oh man, it's something else. It's I, It defies explanation. It sounds like fun for all the family. Um, <laughs> Very avant-garde, experimental Japanese stuff, you know. Okay. Um, okay, fair enough. I mean, like, I mean, basically, if you if, with any of his films, it's not as if you're gonna, it's not as if you're not gonna have this kind of stuff in there. Because um, I mean, also one of his early movies was Audition. Oh uh, yeah. Now that's that that's a that's probably the closest to a, you know, a, a, <laughs> that's as normal as it gets for him, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked about that. Why don't you explain that one, one of you guys? Because I, I already did that a couple of episodes ago. I don't want to rehash it again. Do you want to take it, Leanne? Do I have to? Yes. <laughs> that's why. That's what you're here for. Is so. Me well, I told can... you it's been years since I've watched some of these movies. All I remember about the audition is like she's not really has a great opinion about men, and oh, yeah, this guys want to go on a this guys want to uh, go on a date, and he goes on with her, and she's like a fucking serial killer. That's pretty much all I really remember. Some right, just that, really that, disconcerting right, parts, and somebody else go over it because like right. uh, I watch I've watched it twice, and I don't really want to watch it again. So let me explain <laughs> the real story. Uh, this guy's single dad, and he wants to get into relationships again. And his friend suggests setting up a audition for a movie. It's all fake. It's just a pretense like a, for like him. Like a to, casting couch. Yeah, a casting couch. So he and this yeah, is the, to audition the, a new girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he meets this one girl, and she gets very attached to him, but she's also extremely crazy, and uh, she's had some <laughs> past boyfriends that she still keeps in a in a canvas bag in the living room that she feeds by <laughs> making herself vomit into a dog bowl. Uh, this is after she's amputated eyes and fingers and sewed stuff shut. And at the, the end, it sort of climaxes with him finding this out the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> the bit that still gets me, I remember watching when I first watched it, was the with the acupuncture yeah. needles and just. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I think when she took out the saw with the heavy yeah. leather apron and with the wire saw and starts cutting his leg off, that was probably like the. Spoiler, by the way. It's so hard to find a good woman these days. And when you do, she's a psycho who wants to cut off your arms and legs and give the, you in a burlap sack. I can't remember. Do they give a backstory about why she's crazy? Don't they tell you something about her trauma? A little bit, yeah. I can't, I can't remember. Like she, I said, it's tip, been years. She a uh, typical woman moment is what happened. She had a woman moment. I told you that. Um, <laughs> it's all right. I know where he lives. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it is again. It's it's pretty extreme. And I, I remember Cecil last week was talking about it and saying about how he tried to the, the director tried to make the first half completely boring and then try and mm. redeem it kind of in the second half. And I mean, he does because the first half you kind of don't remember anything about, but in the second half you do remember quite a lot. Of, quite yeah, a lot you of really stuff about it. If you if you went into it absolutely cold without knowing what it was it would put you off of it. You'd be like, this is the most boring shit I've ever had to sit through. But since everybody knows there's sort of a payoff, um, yeah. You know, I think that it, it makes it worth it because it really okay. just makes, yeah. It, I think it makes the gut punch harder at the end by, cause it seems so mundane leading up to it. Corey's just said that it sounds wholesome. It is. It's, it's lovely. very wholesome. You, it's it's the, what I put on at Christmas with the kids. We all have fun and watch it. It's yeah, it's nice. 
Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, they're not my kids, obviously. The, but. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the family, the, the point is at the end of Visitor Q is the family's reunited and they love each other and they've come back together thanks to the Visitor Q. So, I mean, it does have a, it, it is a wholesome meaning, right? Sorry, I can hear fireworks outside. That's somebody because, shoot. No, 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 Boy. no. no it's, we had no, the 5th of November, which is um, oh. bonfire night. And so we remember oh, the man yeah. who the, we bum remember fights. the man bonfire night bonfire, not bum fights. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's on Thursdays, idiot. <laughs> um, oh no, lost again. Um, the um, no, it's uh, November the fifth is when um, Guy Fawkes went into the Houses of Parliament to blow it up, and somebody stopped him. Um, and I think that's the bit bad. they celebrate. Yeah, you know, I mean, the only man to go into the. Houses of Parliament with good intentions. Of I've never, everyone. I've never understood why they celebrate it by putting on his mask when he ostensibly is the bad guy, or is he considered the good guy? No, I can't remember actually, because like you say, they what they what they used to do over here, they don't do it so much anymore. But they used to make a guy out of like straw, like a like a kind of um, effigy, like yeah. an effigy. <laughs> You would give a penny to the guy so kids would collect money and then they would put the guy on the fire and set fire to it because I think he was burned at the stake because it was like in the 1600s, 1700s. It's um, amazing you know. how much it's amazing with how detailed and knowledgeable you are about your own country's <laughs> and, and history. So, yeah, so this bloke started a fire and then he had a firework and then uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. This guy, this guy. I can't remember this guy's name though. <laughs> yeah, that's what he called. <laughs> um, Smitty. And, we'll just call him Smitty. <laughs> um, but with it over here now, they kind of do effigies of all kinds of people they would like to see burned. I think the recent one was the woman who was just Prime Minister, Liz Truss, who was only there for like three weeks. Yeah. Um, so sometimes they sort of say, oh, is that taking it a bit far? And everybody's like, yeah, and. Mm hmm. So, You'd go. They would put you in prison for that over here if you like tried to burn a politician effigy. They would um, absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's no. they would, yeah. It's celebrated over here. Do you have to buy a license to burn an effigy over there? No, not a license. You do have to buy a license uh, to have <laughs> like um, uh, an official Guy Fawkes night, a fireworks night, um, oh. and then it was raining over here yesterday. So I think that's probably why some people are doing it this evening. Mm. Well, that's um, good it's, it's also great to scare dogs as well. Yeah, um, shell sh shell shocked World War Two vets. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite one was somebody put up a sign saying, "With the fireworks, please bear in mind that it does scare some animals and it can be quite annoying." And somebody wrote underneath it, "Is that the same dog that barks at midnight every bloody night?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, here's, okay, a, so here, here's a good question. How in the hell did bloody become an expression? That is the stupidest thing in the world. Bloody. Oh, look at the bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Gosh, it, it was Sorry. just like walking down the street in sunny old England for a second, man. Oi, you bloody, oi, 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 you bloody cunt, mate. Blah, blah. The, expre the, 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 worst, the, the expression that most people use is, oh, bloody hell. Bloody hell. Um, I don't, yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense. No, bloody hell. I'm assuming blood, uh, there would be Is a it, lot of blood in hell. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's go back what, to what, So, So Come. when your wife starts her period, is she like, oh, bloody hell, mate. 
Yeah, feel, I suppose. Feel, feel. They seem, they seem to be bleeding from the fanny again. <laughs> feel, I've sprung a leak in my fanny. <laughs> my my favourite story about that was me and my mate when we were younger. We were only like um, sort of late teens. A friend of his came over, or a cousin from his came over from America. She was gorgeous, and we took her out for the day, and we we just sort of like did all the local like sites and everything else. And at the end of the day, she she sat down and we in this cafe somewhere. And she goes, "You already, t- cool. you already told, you already told this." I'm, t- like I'm telling times. the end. Shut up. <laughs> So she, we sat down and she goes, oh, my fanny aches. And both me and my mate were like, and she said, what? And it was like, fanny over here means the front bottom. The, the, <laughs> the front bottom. The front, the front hole. Yeah, the furry front bottom. Um, yeah. And it was just, I remember her saying it and both me and him were like, uh, <laughs> oh gosh. That story, that story, that story's not that good. You had to be there. Um, <laughs> um, okay, here's here's a good one then. How about I saw the devil? That good I thought very was, good. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, absolutely. South, Co- South Korean. Okay, I've not it's seen Asian. it. It's Asian. Hang on, Oi, South Korean. Uh, <laughs> are, are the South Koreans ones with the uppy eyes or the downy eyes? I can't remember. <laughs> No, downy eyes is when you're born with a uh, learning disability. And- <laughs> <laughs> that was very offensively, and I can't believe you said that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, I saw the devil. A secret agent extracts revenge on a serial killer through a, um, a series of captures and releases. It's it's quite a complex. It's all yeah, it's kind of a that, complex story, but it builds really well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's more than just that little. That like does not do it justice. He like really tor- He really torments this guy. You know? Yeah, yeah, and then it, it kind of comes back and bites him in the ass at the end because you know revenge is leave it to the law. That kind of stupid uh, moral of the story, more or less. It, but it's it very, kind of is, but. Yeah. It, the ending is is very good. We're not spoiling it, just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you can't really talk about that one much at all without spoiling. But it's very violent and dark. It's great. Nobody South Koreans do great. Do that great. Yeah, and um, they the, the South Koreans really do make some some absolutely cracking films. Um, Absolutely, stuff, yeah. Uh, with yeah. some of the stuff, it's a pity that people sometimes sort of poo poo the idea of like, oh, I'm not reading subtitles because um, you're really missing out on some cracking stuff. Yeah, really. Yeah. Some of yeah. the in my for my money they make the best war movies that exceeds Hollywood. Uh, yeah, better than I mean, better than if like there's one called The Brotherhood of War Tagu Gi, and um, it's like the South Korean Saving Private Ryan, but better. It looks great. It you think that they really captured North Koreans and like killed them, killed them on camera for the realism? <laughs> it looks that good. It is great. It's the best <laughs> war movie ever made in my opinion. We've we've found Sean's sweet spot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, oh, here's one, um, Sean. I know you've talked about this the other um, quite recently, but Battle Royale. Mm. That's good. Probably on any given day, that I might even say that is my all-time favorite movie. Period. I love the fact that with it, it's kind of if you compare it to something like Tokyo Gore Police. Obviously, sort of Tokyo Gore Police is set in a very comic book fantasy world 
Whereas mm-hmm. Battle Royale, you're kind of just living the nightmare with them. Mm-hmm. You know, that every, everything that takes place could actually happen and probably has. <laughs> they just don't film it. Um, but it, it it is a belter. Yeah, so set in the near future where uh, crime and social address have got out of hand, the Japanese institute the Battle Royale law. And they take a once a year, they take a random high school class and they stick them on an island and they say, you got to kill each other. And whoever's left gets to go free. And they make them wear these explosive collars. So if they try to get away or whatnot, they it blows their head off. And as they leave the building to go out onto the island, they give them all a different weapon, some useless, some of them, you know, machine gun. One, one gets a garbage can lid. <laughs> you know, one gets a submachine gun, that sort of thing. And then we get to follow these uh, class of friends as they slowly kill each other through malice and sometimes betrayal and sometimes accidental. And, uh, it's fucking, Oh man, it's one of the, that's, yeah, that is probably, like I said, on any given day, you, there's a 70% chance. I would tell you that's my all time favorite movie. It is a good one. We've had another comment there from Corey who says, uh, a lot of K drama series have better production values than Hollywood blockbusters. In my opinion, that's true. with the with the TV series, I haven't I haven't gone through a lot of them. Um, they make the best, so they make the best sort of uh, comedy romantic dramas too, and uh, and one of them that I really do, um, I really legitimately unironically suggest recommending. Did you watch? It's called My Girlfriend Is a Nine Tailed Fox, but it is a comedy romance drama series, TV series, it, ten episodes or something like that. But it's so it's so fun and funny. But on that note, you know, the, the normally their dramas <clears throat> are really well done. But, uh, you know, like all Asian stories, they often are um, downer endings, right? Yeah, and, tragic. And, they're, and so, you know, my old Vietnamese girlfriend and her sister and their group of friends, all, of course, South Korean culture is big in all of Asia. But they always refer to them as brain tumor movies. Because, you know, because like the, either the man main character or the woman at the end always ended up dying from brain cancer or something like that. So the, the Vietnamese uh, always refer to them as brain tumor movies. And that usually means, you know, uh, romantic drama. One character always dies at the end. That's one thing I do actually like about non-Hollywood movies is with the Hollywood movies, they put them through test screenings and you can't have like a sad ending in a movie because everybody gets upset and oh i didn't really like that whereas you know you know where the story's going to go i've said this a million times before but like with the james bond you know what's going to happen come the end of it you know mm. that apart from the last one but i mean you know james is always <laughs> going to win and then yeah. um you know and the bad guy's always going to lose so there's kind of there's not real tension but whereas sometimes you go into a movie it's like you know with foreign films and they end and it's like ah crap mm. you know and they i didn't they, see that coming and they do a really good job of making you like the characters too. That's the thing, you know, like you get really invested in it and then they kill them off and it. And Asians love a tragic ending. You know, there's no happy, there's no Asian happy ending story. Even their fables and stuff are always down our endings. The ones that teach you something, it's always, I don't know. They like it different, you know, completely don't, don't different listen. values. It teaches you something like don't listen to Asian stories. <laughs> mm. Um, especially that's a ra- that's reason that's really racist of you you fucking bigot oh here we go uh, uh so you know the slave hunter is probably my favorite k-drama that's something we'll have to check out i've not i've not never i've never heard of that one 
Jono the Slave Hunter. Okay, it'll go on the ever-growing list of everything in the world I have to watch. Or we'll pretend like we're going to put it on the list just to placate viewers, but not really. Uh, No, I will, but I'll just never get around (laughs) to watching it. I'll just never get around to seeing it, like with the rest of the stuff on here. I'll put Um, it on my list right here. Just let me write it down here. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Corey is not I've never heard of that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean that, Corey. Thank you for the suggestion. Thank you, yeah, yeah. Um, have you seen Art of the Devil? No. The poster looks pretty good. It's got a woman with all her mouth sewn up with cable. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Hmm. <laughs> She's that reminds, the that, poster going... Mm, mm. Yeah. There, there's a good Japanese horror film called Carved Slip Mouth Woman, and it's about a popular urban myth about this woman that she walks up to and she's wearing, you know, a coat... <clears throat> sorry, a uh, recent unpleasantness-type mask. And uh, she asks you, like, do you think I'm pretty? And if you say yes, she'll uh, kill you. Or if you say no, she'll kill, cut your face. Anyway, it's it's based on that urban legend. It's pretty good. Pretty good little horror movie. It Not sounds like, like a lose-lose scenario. It is. So the, the urban legend is you go, you're to, to get her to leave you alone, you go, I've seen better. And that supposedly is what makes her be like, <laughs> oh. Hmm. So that's what I need to say to all women. Got it. I'll make a note of that. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um another one that's come up here, which again is just is another belter, uh, which was kind of ruined by the Hollywood version, was Old Boy. Yes. It's a master class. It really is. <laughs> it, yeah, legit. A ma- it is a legit master class film. <laughs> it is it is. I remember the first time I watched it, you've got that one particular scene, first of all, with the hammer. Oh yeah, that's great. Goes on for like two or three minutes, and it's like really well done. And then you find out who the girl was he was having sex with. Yes, mm. we insist. Yeah, and and then there's the end, <laughs> which again, he's just like, wow, a very down, a very typical Asian downer ending. Yeah, but but yeah. a great movie. And I don't Absolutely. think he and he's crying at the end. I don't think the hypnosis worked. I really don't. Yeah, it's pretty. You know, to me, it's like, is he crying from happiness or because he's like, shit, it didn't work. I think it didn't work. And again, it's kind of one of those endings, like you say, where you, hang on a minute, and and like you, you're trying to process in your head exactly what is going on and mm. talk about revenge. I mean, it was, yeah, that was that was pretty hardcore. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great movie, not just a story, yeah. but yeah, killer, killer definitely, movie. Definitely didn't need to be remade at all. Oh no, not at all. No, that was and they terrible. really they really change it as well because they they change the ending quite a lot as I remember the American version. I can't believe you watched. I didn't even watch it. Refused to watch that. Shit. It had Elizabeth Olsen in the nude in it. I don't care. She's not that. I don't think she's that hot anyway. So uh, you know. Oh no, I'll just take what I can get these days. Um. So, uh, Itchy the Killer. Oh, that's a good one. Masterclass. Um, it is, it is, it is about, again, it's kind of one of those weird, quite endings where you're not quite sure what you've watched at the end of it type of thing. Yeah, I think, uh, well, the thing to keep in mind is that, um, Naka Kanahara, he, uh, he, he, the whole ending, like after he sticks the thing in his ear, it's a delusion. So everything from his point of view after that is not reality. But now that is really an extreme cinema. That that is definitely extreme. That falls into our sideshow 
because that is yeah. a very bloody, violent, gory, rape field movie. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's very violent. Um, yeah, I don't think I would like to have been strung up with hooks and then have liquid metal poured over my head. It's not liquid metal. It's uh, hot oil. I've told oh, you this it? the last time. Yes. It's for tempura. It's the tempura fried oil. I told yeah, you this yeah. last time. Yeah. I was just not that it matters. Not that it matters. <laughs> you know? No, either way, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't fancy it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Corey just said, uh, come on, live a little. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Cor- this this Corey guy's funnier than you. Can we get, send him the link and let's get him out of here? <laughs> That's not very nice, is it? <laughs> it's true, but it's not very nice. <laughs> you don't have to say it. Um, one that I haven't seen for many a long, long time is you on the Grudge. That's a I'm, new one. I totally prefer the Asian versions of like The Ring and The Grudge and all those movies. Mm. Like. But the U.S. Yeah. Movie, the U.S. version good. of the Grudge They're, is not yeah. bad. It's not bad, but I, pref- I I feel like the the originals of those are far scarier. They Absolutely. are scary, and cr- the ambiance and everything. Yeah, about it is like the, that feeling of dread. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a whole lot yeah. better in those. Yeah. Uh, I'm, we spoke uh, recently about our favorite sort of um, horror movies and stuff, and one of mine I still say was when I first watched Ringu, the original mm, Ring. Yes. Yeah. And that that ending. I mean, I I was I remember squirming in the sofa because uh, it, it was it was brilliant. It mm. was absolutely brilliant, and just the American remake was. It had moments, but it just yeah. it wasn't as good. No, and I, I love the whole like in the original one, the whole opening scene with the teenage girls and all that stuff. Like I love, just it's, it sets it up so well. It's such a good one. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's- every everybody loves watching teenage girls by the form, or in this case, the rice <laughs> the rice patty. Especially, uh, especially getting killed in the opening scenes. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I wasn't a fan of teenage <laughs> girls when I was a teenage girl. So, hey, oh, okay. Now, looking through some of the other ones here, um, there's a few here again. I, I, I don't recognise the names of. Um, uh, I'm actually trying to find one that I do recognise the name. Well, of well, tell the well, we'll give them anyway because somebody besides you have seen movies ha- out there. You have know. you all seen the Great Yokai War? No, no. That's, it's really good. It's really cute. It's like you know, it's not. We're really... talking. We're talking about extreme movies. It's right? a it's a Takashi Miike film. So uh-huh. is it, it extreme with blood and gore and rape? Okay, no, I'm sorry. Forgive me. You had a woman. Is it? Is it, is it, is it a romantic? No, no, no. Is it a romantic <laughs> comedy though? Because I really want to. Yeah. I really want to sort of like see one that he's done it's just not got <laughs> nothing in it at all and so the next time you go oh that director he's quite good yeah he did a lovely romantic comedy the other day <laughs> i heard he i heard they pinned him to direct the nut, the new disney nutcracker movie <laughs> 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 i'd watch that i'd watch oh, that sure. it's, it's kind of like a fantasy adventure type movie hmm. how old is this movie? because i remember the hearing the name but uh 2005 oh, it's pg yeah. it's pg 13 too but but it's good. It's really good. Mm. Right. I'm just I'm going to stop when you hear one that you know. So I've got like the heirloom, the healing, mm-hmm. possessed, the chanting, yoga class. Yoga class sounds great. <laughs> I'm already scared. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like I say, I think I might have to give that a try. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, visit a queue, the scissor massacre. 
Oh, that sounds fucking great. <laughs> I, I legit. <laughs> I don't know. I that I'm sold by the title. To be honest with you, <laughs> uh, Rampo Noir, Feng Shui. That might be quite funny. Uh, Mui, the Legend of a Portrait. Mm-mm. Um, La La Land. No, Ladder Land. Not La La Land. <laughs> don't remember any Asian people in that. Um, <laughs> is, uh, is is Suicide Club on that list? Uh, I haven't seen it, but we have got the oh, Unborn that's... coming soon. Go, go on, tell us about um, Suicide Club. Yeah, so it's uh, this fad that starts across the world online. Uh, you you remember how in the early two thousands there was the whole thing about people online would make suicide packs and then yeah. do it. So this starts and then it like takes over. And people are just killing themselves left and right in the most gruesome ways. You get like a whole class of kids go on top of their school building and jump, hold hands and jump off together or jump in front of a subway train or bullet train. And a uh, very bloody, gory movie. It's great. High <laughs> recommend. Yeah, it is. It's, you know. Again, sold. Um, yeah. Reincarnation, Seven Days. Spider Forest sounds interesting. I've mm, seen that one. But that does uh, sound good. Um, the Chaser, oh boy, uh, Thirst. I ah, know Thirst is one we haven't spoken about. Thirst Again, is great. Yeah, that's a yeah. South Korean movie where this priest gets bit by a vampire, and so you get to watch the struggle of him slowly becoming this, you know, very lusty vampire that wants to do vampire shit, sex and fucking and blood and you know, and uh, he's fighting the urge because he is a priest. You know, he's still religious, and you, you follow this and you watch this stroke. It's good. It's really good. Again, it's by um, Pak Ju Won, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And again, he's, it's kind of a shame that he's become more, I don't want to say mainstream, but, you know, he's kind of one of those hidden gems of people, and it's it's kind of annoying that he's, you know, winning Oscars and everything now because he'll probably just go corporate, mm. like you say, and end up working for Disney. Um, he did. He 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 did uh, Snowpiercer too, which is a fucking masterclass. Even if it's a, even if it's communist propaganda, it's still a fucking great movie. The 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 two the two issues I had with that was oh one, don't fact, you dare don't you dare you. Firstly, the fact that they were just on a train just made mm-hmm. no sense. This train was just going around. It's a metaphor, it, you fucking illiterate. For what? Oh God. Never mind. Right. And also, um, Tilda Swanson looks like Mrs. Tweedy from Chicken Run. That's your number two. That's your, uh, that's the yeah, two problem. That was, as soon as she was on screen, I was like, oh, it's Mrs. Tweedy from Chicken Run. Get those mm. chickens. And so, yeah, it was just kind of took me out of the, took me out of the experience a little bit, unfortunately. Well, gee, ain't that a shame. Um, Ouija board. You know no. what? I have not seen that one, but I have intended to watch that for years. It's on the what list. About, what about Machine Girl? Now there is a classic. Woman Yakuza tortures this uh, a, a Japanese schoolgirl, cuts her arm off. Friends replace it with a Gatling gun. She goes to get <laughs> revenge. Absolute fun, bloody fun ensues. Uh, over See, the top, you know, Japanese splatter, to- Tokyo Gore. They haven't got much of that on here because, again, they haven't even got like Tokyo Gore Police, which that's I because only saw recently. That's because it's a bunch of pretentious assholes trying to have a respectable list, is, is what it is. Because Tokyo Gore Police was great. 
Mm, indeed. I, I, I still don't know how they did the girl at the end who had the swords for arms and legs. Well, obviously they mutilated a real woman and stuck. <laughs> it was uh, it was so well done. Uh, it is, yeah, film. it's yeah that yeah. and hell dive hell diver, which uh, the um, the girl from the audition plays the main character in hell diver, and she's sort of <laughs> oh, poor yeah, girl, typecast. Yeah. Well, no, no, she's the good guy. She's the good guy. At, at least she won't get stalkers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> in real life. Um, Okie doke. Right. We've been through most of this list, and I'm actually going to call time because usually we do go on for a couple of hours, but we're going to cut it a little bit shorter this evening because the guys aren't here. Even though it was lovely to have you along, Leanne, like I say, I'm, it's no yeah. disrespect to you. Even I, feel like you I, kept... I feel like I didn't have a whole lot to add, but, you know, whatever. Well, he kept interrupting you. That's the problem. Like every time you wanted to say something, he's like, ooh, my dead dad, or ooh, some stupid British TV show, or ooh, fire, ooh, my wife's period, ooh. I never mentioned that. It was all you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I get. Uh, yeah, you're. you're I, try, right. I, I try not to talk about it if I can help it. Um, <laughs> um, I said to her the other day. I tried to explain. And I said, "You know why you get these, don't you? Your periods because you deserve them." Um, <laughs> so sorry. I, I have been sat on that for a while. I'm sorry. Um, so. Um, yeah, like I say, so that was talking about extreme cinema today. Um, hopefully, because I'm on the wrong side of the pond and uh, the timings are all off, um, Leanne and Sean will sit down at some point in time and maybe do another couple of these. Um, Leanne, what's your what's your taste in films? Um, generally, it's mostly horror and thriller type movies. But I, yeah, I love the spooky shit, so... Yeah, no, I'm the same. Everybody, everybody on Twitter has been going. Oh, Halloween was great. Now let's go back to normal films. And I'm going. Nope. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All, sp- all spooky all the time. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> this this is the mo- this is the most views and interaction we've had with one of these. And you're and now we're and and the shame is we're closing it down early. <laughs> well, no, it's because we've got nothing else to talk about. Sometimes oh. I do feel we just sort of go off like completely off topic, like we did last week. <laughs> I, I I think that some of the viewers, though, I get the feeling they were like waiting for some big, you know, for one of us to talk about like one big last one. But I can't think of anything. Like they're all pretty, uh, they're all pretty extreme, you know. Yeah, it's not. We haven't had that many. Twelve views we've had. Yeah, but we've not had that much chat. You know, we've got a lot of people. Oh, no, in that's chat, true. But... Yeah, it has been great to have people like Troll Prince and Christopher Smid, and um. <laughs> <laughs> Smitty, Corian. his friend, his friend, his friends claim Smitty. <laughs> There's a ventriloquist over here whose <laughs> name I forget, but she does a, a, a ventriloquist thing with a mask on a person, and she was doing this big live show, and there was like hundreds of people there, and she got this guy up on the stage, and this mask is going, and oh, here we go, it's more bloody. Um, I got bloody, it. Go more, on, all right, and and so. This guy comes up on stage, she puts his mask on, she's going, oh, hello. And this voice is like, hello, like this. And he's going, and she says, um, so what's your name? And remember, what name you give me now is probably the nickname you're going to be living with for a very long time. And he's going, that's fine. My name's Tracy. <laughs> so, of course, obviously, for the rest of his life, he's known as Tracy. And he's obviously going to have to sort of explain to his friends and family why. Um, is it, she's a good... Is that- G- is, Nina Conti, she's called. Was that supposed to be funny? Oh, shut up, you. 
<laughs> Miserable sod. Leanne, how do you put up with him? Uh, I take it you have duct tape or something in the house? Um, I've known him for so long, I'm just kind of like numb to it now. Oh, goodness me. I'm, I'm, I genuinely am sorry uh, for yeah. you. Um, yeah. but, uh, well done and keep up the good fight. Um, All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But yes, we will we will be back at some point in time um, over the, the next few weeks and stuff. Like I say, we will be talking about some more extremes. Land, like I say, I would actually like to sit down and talk to you with some decent horror. Um, even though we've just we've just done a load of horror, so we can give it a break for a little yeah. while. But it would be would be good to sit down with you because, like I say, I do like the horror movies myself. Yeah, I, I, that's that's my thing. Yep. <laughs> cool. A hell of a thing Sicko. to get used to. Sicos. Hell of a thing to get used to. I think that's What's in it? reference of me getting used yeah. to Sean. Um, yeah, no, I, I think he's talking about the nickname Tracy. It was such a funny joke. Oh, shut up. I'll find the link and post it somewhere because it is funny. Nina Conti is very good as a ventriloquist. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, God. I, uh, the other day I was like, man, I wish I could see a good ventriloquist show. Man. I, I'm just. That's the best. I've been, that, I've been, that's made I've been my day. On, I've been sat on that for a while. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> oh. Okie dokie. So, um, thank you, Sean, and thank you, Leanne, for joining us. Anytime. This has been what do you mean? What out- do you mean? Why are you thanking me for joining you? I'm the one of the permanent co-hosts of the show. <laughs> are Thor? you? Yes. <laughs> Finish. I am. I am in the opening credits. You know. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> executive producer. You're an associate producer. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, listen. Uh, so, thank you for joining us at the Outpost Frequencies, uh, brought to you by the Last Movie Outpost.com. You can find us on. Oh, it's just finished. I'm going to make. You can find us on website last movie www.lastmovieoutpost.com we're on twitter on the movie outpost i am at boba phil yoda if you want to follow him is on drunken yoda he moans about politics a lot we're on facebook at the last movie outpost and instagram at last movie outpost um yeah you can find us all there if you've got any news tips or anything else if you know that steven spielberg is directing the next superman movie <laughs> <laughs> please please let us know you can send fake news we'll post it uh we've got no scruples and stuff because some of it might be true you never know um but other than that we will be back next week and uh, i think yoda's still away and so is matt we haven't actually even said hello to them matt is at a weekend at football hooligan school um uh, he's learning at- he's learning how to get drunk and get in a fight while wearing one of those shirts it, no, football hooligan school is good. I think this weekend he is going over beating up French people. Uh, oh, so, he, um, I know he. I know he likes that. Yeah, um, and Yoda is still not talking to us from last week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> poor Yoda. Um, Leanne, like I say, we would love to have you back anytime. And anytime, Sean, yeah. God, I've yeah. I'd look forward to next week. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, thank you for joining us, and we'll speak to you. We'll see you all soon.